Welcome to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. This is episode February 2016, and today's message is entitled Changing Seasons. Don't go away. We'll be right back. your time how well do you handle the time that God has uh, given to you and that he's called you to steward well well I know for a lot of us we waste a lot of time and I am definitely one who has been guilty of that in the past and um, as the Lord began to deal with me about managing my time better about spending less time on social media and uh, spending less time watching TV and and uh, spending more time in the things he's called me to and the purpose he's called me to in my life, uh, it was a really hard change for me to make. And it took me uh, a little bit of time to actually be able to aggressively work on that so I wouldn't be focused so much on doing those things that were really non-profitable, right? So we want to be profitable in the time that God has permitted us to have in the things he's called us to do and the purpose he's given us uh, while we're here on this earth. Some people like to think that they're too old to do certain things. And uh, I would highly encourage you to study the life of Moses. Um, This is a gentleman who spent quite a bit of time at the age of 80 Uh, To be exact, 40 years, which would have made him 120 by the time he even uh, got the children of Israel to the promised land. So we're going to talk today about time management and the importance of it. And today's message, again, is entitled Changing Seasons. But uh, the focus is on managing your time, being a good steward of it. So don't go away. We'll be right back right after my man C.O.G. with today's word. And uh, we'll dive right into it. It's your boy, Godchild, the movement with today's word. You will have hardships, downfalls, and disappointments in his life, but one thing will always remain the same, God's word. You will feel alone, depressed, and frustrated, and feel like all hope is lost, but the word of God remains the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and heaven and earth will pass away before his word fails. Therefore, stand on that which is forever. Hold tight to that which is eternal and everlasting, able to bring life where there is death and hope where there is hopelessness. Stand in agreement with that which is able to bring peace where there is chaos and love where there is hate. 
Allow the word of God to find a place to dwell in your heart so that when you face difficult situations in this life, victory will be yours in every area. May these words encourage you today and reach you in your time of need. And may the God of our salvation continue to move you forward. This has been your boy, Godchild, the movement with today's word. All righty. If you don't manage, if you don't manage your time well, no matter what age you are, then you're wasting time. And wasting time is a sin in God's eyesight. Look at your neighbor and say it's a sin in God's eyesight. You probably didn't know. You probably didn't know. Wow, I didn't know that that was actually sin. It actually is a sin. It is an actual sin. We're going to talk about that today and why that's so important. Bosses or managers of companies or whatever, and they they're trying to figure out why are they always like so like aggressive because they know they have limited time in a day to accomplish the goals that they're required to accomplish. Amen. So we have to we have to understand as we dive into this today, we're going to look at that, and then you need to do a self evaluation. You need to make sure that that you are that you are uh, allowing change to not only take place, it's going to take place regardless, but that you're actually prepared for change and that you're managing it well as you go through the changes, okay? So our key verse today is Ecclesiastes 3.1. Ecclesiastes 3.1. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under the sun. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under the sun. For everything, there is a season. A time for every activity under the sun. What you got, man? It's a time and place for everything. That's simple. It's that simple. It's not even that difficult. Right? That's the beautiful thing about the Bible. Very seldom do you run into issues where you can't decipher. It does happen sometimes, but for the most part, it's like pretty much right there. And it's telling you, listen, there is a time and place for everything. Okay? When we look at time, we see it as something that is chronological or what is called in the Greek chronos, okay? Chronos basically is time considered as duration. That's what the word chronos means. It means time considered as duration. Anybody here have a watch? Everybody here got a watch. If you got a phone, you got a watch, right? And when you need to know what time it is, what do you look at? You look at your phone, don't you, right? I remember, man, when we used to actually wear watches. I mean, I still wear one, but it's actually a, a Apple watch. But I remember I used to wear an actual watch, Right. And and you would look at your watch because phones didn't have they didn't have clocks back then. That wasn't that far ago. It was only a few years ago when phones didn't have watches or clocks on them. Right. But but it was a thing of where we basically, you know, we couldn't pull our phone out and look at our phone to get the time. Right. You had to look at your watch to get the time. And that was important because why? Because you need to know where you need to be at. So who's in school right now? that basically allows you to go to class whenever you want to go. Show of hands. No, you don't have that, do you? When that bell rings at the end of the hour, be it first, second, third, fourth, fifth hour, when that bell rings to dismiss class, you got how many minutes to get to your next class? Most people say five. Some people say eight. But when I came up, you had five minutes to get your behind from the first floor to the, to the third left wing. You was hustling. You was hustling, right? And we had hall monitors. Y'all have hall monitors? We had hall monitors. And the hall monitor be standing in the hallway with the clock, boy, looking at you, man. What you stand your locker talking for? You better come on, man. Quit all that kissing on that girl. You better leave that girl alone. Get you behind the class. That's how it was back then, right? Why? Because they were trying to teach us about time management. 
they were trying to they were trying to discipline us to get us to understand we needed to understand we couldn't just be lollygagging in the hallway for 15 20 minutes because we had to be at our next class okay today we are going to talk about time as kairos and that is time as an opportunity which is kairos which is time as an opportunity because we're all allowed so much time and that time that's given to us as an opportunity, we need to learn how to maximize it to accomplish the goals that we have in place for us as individuals, okay? So God has set the boundaries in place, and just like the seas can only go so far inland, we are limited to a set amount of time to fulfill our purpose, dreams, and goals. How many of you guys have dreams and goals? Raise your hand if you've got dreams and goals. We all, got, we all got some dreams and goals, and that's great, right? But a lot of us don't realize a lot of times our dreams and goals are connected to our purpose. See, a lot of times we don't think about it, but the dreams and goals you have are connected to your purpose. And I'm going to show you that scripturally in just a second, right? Your dreams and goals are connected to your purpose, right? Okay, so, so what is your aspirations, okay? What is your aspirations? What do you want to do, right? What do you need to fulfill before the clock stops? Now, when I say before the clock stops, I'm not talking about the clock on your watch. What clock am I referring to? Life, Life and death. Thank you, gentlemen. Life and death. Life and death. Life and death. You guys are so young, and you have, Lord willing, so many years ahead of you. But the Bible says life is but a vapor, a, a gasp of air. I love it. Beautiful, great way of putting it. Or in this case, a vapor would be this. Watch, this is what it means in this case. And that's life. Life is this. Gone, that fast. And that's what it's referring to. It's saying to you, listen, take life serious. Don't joke about it because all you got is this. Right? That's all you get. You only got that much time to do what you believe God has called you to do. The goals and the, and, and the dreams he's put in you, the purpose he's placed in you only have so much time, okay? So, so we have to do something, okay? The Bible tells us that we are supposed to write it down and make it plain. Whatever the plan is that you believe God's called you to do, you're supposed to write it down and you're supposed to make it plain. Now, earlier I talked about why we have to be so direct, why we have to be so straightforward. We have to be on the narrow, okay? We have to be a straight shooter, right? It's not that you're being mean, but what you have to do is you have to be more concentrated and focused on what it is you believe God has called you to do. You have to be very direct. You have to be very intentional, You'd be very intentional about what it is that you believe you're called to do. I always talk to all the athletes. How many athletes we got in here? Are you intentional when you train or are you just training randomly? Okay, today I'm going to do 20 push-ups and then tomorrow I might do 10. No, you're intentional, aren't you? You're setting goals. You're setting paces for yourself, right? You're setting, you're setting things in place to take you to that next level. How many, how many artists I got in here? be it singing, dancing, whatever, okay? Are you intentional in your rehearsal time? Okay, well, I know for a fact that the dancers that dance over here in the sanctuary rehearse every single week from this time to that time. I know for a fact the musicians that, that play over here rehearse over here from this time to that time. And there's a sense of intentionality in that. Why is there a sense of intentionality in that? Because if there's no intentionality behind it, if there's no set procedure in place to moving to the next level, then you'll never, ever move to the next level. What will happen is, is you'll move in the opposite direction. 
What is the opposite direction of going forward? You're going backwards. You're going backwards, right? You're going backwards, okay? Look at what Habakkuk 2, 2, 3 says. It says, and then God answered. And then God answered. Then God answered. God said, write this. Write what you see. Write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. Why is God telling us to write out in big block letters so we can read it on the run? Why is he saying that to us? Somebody tell me. Yes, sir. So you can read it whenever. Man, you're killing him today, brother. He is killing him. So you can read it whenever. But not only that, is the clock ticking right now? It's ticking right now, ain't it? So what does that mean? Does that mean time's working against me? It means time's working against me, don't it? And so if I don't read it while I'm on the run, if, I, if I'm not meditating it while I'm on the run, whatever the run is, right, whatever the run means, I'm at work. I know I got deadlines I got to complete when I'm inside my office at the church. Okay, I know I got to complete these deadlines. If, if I'm not staying focused on what the task is at hand, is time going to stop and wait for me? Time waits for no one. Time waits for no one. That's a, that's a phrase that even y'all know, but that's an old phrase. Time waits for no man. Time does not sit around and say, oh, fill in the blank your name. You're so special. I'm just going to wait for you because you're that good. You're that great. You're that magnificent. No, time is like, no, 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 no. Listen, bro. Listen, you got this much time, man. You better, you better get it tight. Get what you're trying to get done. Get it done this time. Otherwise, what's going to happen? You're going to waste time or you're going to what? You're going to run out. You're going to run out of time, right? And then the task is not going to be completed at hand. And because the task is not completed at hand, you're going to have issues. Now, the issues might be simple issues, might not mean anything crazy. You like, you know, you know, I mean, in your case, the issue could be you didn't finish, you know, you didn't finish the dishes in a, in a timely manner. So now you can't necessarily watch your favorite TV show because your parents told you to do your dishes. But you ran out of time because you was lollygagging, doing whatever you was doing. Now you can't watch your favorite TV show. That might be the end of the world for you, but it ain't the end of the world for real. But in a work environment, in a work environment where your boss says, hey, I need this by this time, by this deadline. I need you to have this. I need you to have this ready at this time because it's going to affect our department. If you run out of time, it's, that could affect you, can it? What could happen to you? You can lose your job. You get fired, right? So, so we have to learn how to write it down, make it plain, and read it on the run, right? The vision, in this case, we're talking about you with your own personal dreams and goals and aspirations. This vision message, let me say it again, underline that, this vision message, this vision message, this vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming, and that's awesome because that's the message version of Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3. And it says, let me read it again. And then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. And it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait, it's on its way. It will come right on time. I love that. I love that because 
I mean, it pretty much specifies that when you have dreams and visions and goals, you have to work hard toward them. You have to utilize your time wisely, but be patient. We must learn how to be patient and not run ahead of God's plan and purpose for our lives, right? God is the creator of all things, and when he made everything, he set it on a regulatory clock. He is the master timekeeper, and all creation dances to his rhythm, right? Man, look at the ants of the earth. They work tirelessly. I mean, and their life expectancy is only like 45 to 60 days. And one ant, guys, can build a structure 500 times its height and size. It can lift 20 times its body weight. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. The average human, the average human, the average human, man, they can't even lift close to that. That means an ant, if it can lift 20 times its weight, that would be the average human lifting 4,000 pounds. Can you imagine that? Now, why is this so important? Because an ant knows its purpose and it doesn't know the word can't. We as Christians, we as people of God have to get away from the word can't. Proverbs 6, 6, 8 says, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer gathering food for the winter. Why? Because they know their purpose and they know they have a limited amount of time to fulfill that purpose and that goal. My friend, you have a limited amount of time to fulfill your purpose and your goals and your dreams that God has called you to. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get on the hustle and make it happen. Well, I'm going to play this song. I think it ties in well to today's message. And uh, I'll be right back after this. Waste my life, no, I gotta make it count If Christ is real, then what am I gonna do about Everything in Luke 12, 15, out of 21 You really gotta go and check it out Paul said if Christ ain't resurrected We wasted our lives But that implies that our life's built around Jesus being alive Everything I live and try to show the world why Christ is more than everything I'll ever try Better than pretty women sitting and living To get a minute of any women, a minute you admire It ain't no lie, we created for Out of the dust, he made us for Alexa said he saves us for Jesus comes and he raises us for Magnify the Father, why bother with something less he yeah. made us so we could bless him bless To the world we confess him, resurrect him yeah. So I know I got life Matter of fact, better man, I know I got Christ You don't see his ways in my days and my nights You can hit my brakes, you can stop my life Man, I lost my rights, lost my life Forget the money cause the toss that ice The cost is Christ They can never offer me anything on the planet that cost that price Oh 
Yeah, do it for Christ. You trying to figure out what to do with your life. You make a lot of money, hope you're doing it right. Because the money is God, you better steward it right and stay focused. You ain't got no ride. Your life ain't wrapped up in what you drive. The clothes you wear, the job you work, the color your skin. Now you're Christian first. Yeah, people get to living for a job. Make a little money, start living for a car. Get my wife, a house, kids, and a dog. When they retire, they're living high on the hall. But guess what? They didn't ever really live it all. To live is Christ, and that's Paul. I recall to die is gains, but for Christ, we give it all. He's the treasure you can never find in the mall. See your money, your singleness, marriage, challenge, your time. They will only you to show the world that Christ is divine. That's why it's Christ in my rhyme. That's why it's Christ all the time. See, my whole world is built around him. He's the life in my life. I refuse to waste my life. He's too true to chase that ice. Here's my gift of time, because I'm constantly trying to be used to praise the Christ. If he's truly raised to life, then this news should change your life. If I his grace, you can put your faith in a place that rules your days and nights. Yes. Write down a piece of paper. Whatever you feel in your heart, I don't care how wild you think it is. I don't care how dumb you think it is. I want to be the first astronaut to go to Mars and then circle back around and establish a village on Venus. And I mean, whatever, right? But be for real, though. If that's what your aspirations are, there's no arguments there. I don't have to have a conversation with somebody about my life and what they think my life should be. So they say the richest place in the world is the graveyard because of all the creations that could change the world for the better, that could change the world for the better that went to the grave. These, those ideas have never made it out of those great minds because some were too lazy. Is that you? Are you too lazy? Are you too afraid? Some people are too afraid. Or, or some of you guys just may, some of you guys just never pursued, you know, your purpose that God created you for. Some of you guys are like, well, I'm not even sure, man, what my purpose is. I don't even care. I ain't even thinking about it. You got to start caring. You got to start thinking about it. God brought you into this world to fulfill a purpose, a goal, a dream. He brought you here to do something greater than just be yourself. It's not about just being yourself. Your whole purpose was planned before you ever entered the womb of your mother. But you have to step out and out of your comfort zone to allow God to fulfill his plans for your life. Your season is changing. And if you listen to the voice of God, you will see the manifestation before the clock stops. Let's go through our points really quick. You must write out your plan and write it out in details. Proverbs 24 and 27 says, do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. Do your what? Planning. Man, you got a plan. You got a plan before you go build anything, don't you? But if you don't write it out, because that's what planning is, writing it out, making it plain, making it clear, live with it every single day. But if you don't write it out and make it plain, you're going to have issues, man. Point number two, manage your time and resources wisely. Manage your time and your resources wisely to fulfill God's plan prudently. 
Ephesians 5, uh, 14 through 17 says, so watch your step, use your head, make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. You got to pray, man. You got to be praying. You got to be praying. Point number three, nurture your purpose. Nurture your purpose. Take it to God regularly in prayer. He put it in your heart. Nurture your purpose. Take it to God regularly in prayer. He put it in your heart. Look at Psalms 37, 4. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give your, he will give you your what? He will give you your heart's desires. Guys, if you guys are keeping God first in the forefront and you're keeping your focus on him, he's going to give you your heart's desires. That's what this is saying. It's saying he's going to actually give you. Okay, you want to do this? Okay, great. I'm going to do this for you. Let's go. But you got to keep him in the forefront. You got to keep him in the, you got to keep him there. He can't be back here. He can't be behind you. He got to be in front of you so you can see what you're aiming for. Because again, he put it in you in the first place. So he should be the focus. Point number four. The creator knows his creation and what he created it for. Allow God to lead. Allow God to lead. Proverbs 16, 9 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. If I take this pencil and I break it, what does it do? Did it change its purpose? No. I don't care how broken you think you are. I don't care how broken you think you are. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what you came from. I don't care about all that. And let me tell you something. God doesn't either. God doesn't either. He created you for a purpose, just like the creator of the pencil created the pencil. And the creator of this pencil knows what he created it for. And guess what? You may be broken like this pencil, but at the end of the day, you still got the same purpose. You know what? Just need to maybe sharpen a little bit more now. Last point. Last point. Don't share your plans with people who can't benefit you. That is time wasted. Proverbs 13.3 says, careful words make a careful life. Careless talk may ruin everything. Don't share them with people like that right now, man. Hold your plans to yourself right now. Keep it in your heart right now. I get it. It's hard. I get it. It's jumping out of you. I get it, man. You want to be motivated. You want to be encouraged. God will put the people in your life to motivate you and encourage you. I've seen him do it time and time again. He'll do it now. Yes, he will. And I hope you enjoyed today's podcast on time management and fulfilling your purpose and dreams in a godly manner of storing your time well. Listen, as always, we value you guys. We appreciate you guys liking us on Facebook, on our uh, on our page. Uh, that's Pierre's Podcast. Um, if you haven't liked us, man, I would ask you to please go on our Facebook page and actually just, man, click on like. And you know what? Make a comment. Let us know what you think about our podcast. Let us know what you think about the messages, the music we're playing. We need your support in order to keep this going. And so your moral support, your prayer support, and uh, also economically, your financial support will be a blessing as well. If you would like to contribute to um, Pierre's podcast, we are a 501c3, um, and we are a charitable tax deduction ministry. And so you can definitely make a contribution if you like um, by visiting www.pierrespodcast.com. That's P-I-E-R-R-E-P. 
P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. And if you go on there, you can actually uh, click on our donation page and you can make a contribution for any amount that you feel led in your spirit to contribute. Again, that helps us further the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, to a generation that really is turning their back on the Lord and that needs to know God in a much more personal, relational way. He died for their sins the same way he died for our sins. And I have a passion to reach those young people. And so please help, 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 help. You can like us on Facebook. You can pray for us. And you can also contribute financially. Well, my time's up. I love you guys. And I will talk to you all again next month uh, as we continue our journey into the Word of God on Pierre's podcast. God bless. See you guys soon. Peace. World. The time has come to push the button.